0: Hello, gorgeous! Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Jessica Harlow Show. I'm your host Jessica Harlow or Miss Jessica Harlow to some people, at least on YouTube. I'm best known for being a content creator and producer in mainly the beauty and self-help categories. I created this podcast specifically for young women that want to do more than just admire beautiful, successful, happy women, but also give themselves the permission and the tools to become one themselves. If you're tired of the noise of the world telling you how you should look or how you should behave or what you should want and instead are craving to live a life on your terms and even give yourself the room to decide what that even looks like and feels like for you, then you've come to the right place. A new episode of The Jessica Harlow Show goes up every single Thursday with one goal in mind, to bring you something of value that you can use to make your life happier, healthier, and or sexier. If you've been enjoying the podcast so far, I'd really appreciate it if you left a rating and a review on iTunes. It only takes about a minute, maybe less if you're quick. And you can also share this with your friends on social media. By the way, this podcast is also available for listening to on Spotify. So if any of your friends don't have Apple devices, they can still listen to it on there. If you do spread the word about the podcast in any way, please take a screenshot and email it to me at hellogorgeous at jessicaharlow.com, and in return, you will receive access to some exclusive content such as my hair care tips and secrets for growing the longest, healthiest hair possible, plus so much more. I've got a lot up my sleeve over the next few months. You don't want to miss out. By the time this episode is up, we'll be in the middle of December, only a few short weeks left until the year comes to a close. This is a very reflective time for everyone. There's a bit of a slowdown this time of year. Unless, of course, you're working in retail, then hang in there, girl. But regardless, it's natural that when we reach the end of something, we look back on all of the things leading up to this point. As I keep reminding you all, the dots always connect eventually. The things that once didn't make sense eventually make so much sense. Hindsight is twenty-twenty, as they say. To get a little bit personal and candid... This time of year has always been hard on me from a mental and emotional standpoint, even as far back as when I was a kid growing up. There was just something so sad to me about a year coming to an end and time passing by and things changing and evolving. When I got older, it just got worse and worse, as it does for most people as we begin to have an even deeper understanding of time and how valuable it really is above everything. Add to the fact that it gets darker earlier, it's colder out, and some of us are a little more prone to seasonal depression than others. I get it. As I've revealed to you all, I was depressed for years, and the winter and seasonal depression only made things 10 times worse, 10 times more difficult and challenging. Last winter was the very first winter that I felt truly and completely happy and content, and I'm happy to report that the same goes for this winter, so if there's any... One accomplishment that I'm actually the most proud of for the past year, even though there have been so many wonderful things that have happened to me, I've gotten to work with so many great brands. I've met and connected with so many interesting and lovely people. My friendships and relationships have gotten stronger. I've learned so much about myself. I mean, the list goes on and on, but the one thing that I'm the most proud of is the work that I've put into myself by myself. I've really gotten to strengthen and improve the relationship that I've had with just like me, myself, and I. Um, I tell the people in my life this very often when we talk about what we've learned or are learning. When you come out of a depression, it's really not always pretty, okay? It's not like, I mean, it's not like what you would expect. There tends to be a mess to clean up, and there are lessons that are still there to be learned, but with fresh eyes and a clearer perspective. That's really the gift, is a clearer and healthier perspective. So in 2018, while I was so much happier overall, there were still so many things that I learned, but there were things that I couldn't have learned from the really clouded view of depression and sadness. Does that make sense? It's kind of like trying to drive with a dirty windshield and your rearview mirrors are only able to show you evidence of why everything sucks. You're opening up a map. Every good place worth going is like completely covered up. I mean, it makes the road really difficult to navigate or much out of at all. So 2018 was my learning year, a happy year, the happiest year that I've had so far. And I feel like 2019 will be, of course, more learning that never stops, but also more applying what I've learned in 2018 and, you know, going into the next level of my life. As I said, learning never stops. People think that once they solve XYZ problems that they will never have any problems ever again. And that's not true. There will always be something new for you to get something out of. We're complicated humans. We've got all of these layers to ourselves. I mean, I know for myself, I surprise myself very often just by the things that I uncover about who I am, what makes me tick or makes me think in certain ways, where some limiting beliefs come from, even what some of them might be. I'm always learning. As they say, the most important relationship that you will ever have is the relationship that you have with yourself. And that's something that I learned fully, totally, and completely in 2018. Or at least it's what I've learned in a way that I never was able to wrap my head around before. That said, you might be looking back on your year and naturally recalling some of the more unpleasant experiences. Maybe you lost a job, had a lapse in your health, maybe a relationship or friendship fell apart or ended. Maybe you had to close down a business, downsize, etc. I promise that no matter what, in the future, the dots will connect. And these experiences will make so much more sense to you. But why wait until then? You don't have to wait that long before getting to see the bigger picture of why these seemingly unfortunate circumstances occurred for you. Remember what I've kept saying about perspective? It really, truly is something that I believe is everything. I really believe that it's everything. There are no good or bad experiences. It's the meaning that we attach to what we experience that matters above anything, the meanings we attach to events in our lives, okay? The meanings we ourselves are attaching are what really shape our story. It's what we decide that things mean. For example, if you lost your job, think of it this way. We all know what we need, but very often we cling to things unintentionally, but we cling to things that don't fulfill that. And those things that we cling to end up taking too much space, not leaving room for what we actually want to bring in, not even giving us the mental space to even consider bringing something else or something that we really want into our lives. So maybe when, maybe you've had an idea of what you'd really like to be doing with your life. Maybe you're like, "Ugh, oh, I wish I had time to do this thing or that thing, or I wish I could leave this job because I would so much rather be doing this thing that I've always wanted to do, whatever that might be. Or you've got something that you thought that you wanted, Okay, there was something you wanted and you actually got it and then you realized ugh, this isn't what I had in mind. Well you losing your job could be life just making space for you to do something that you would be happier in, better at, or simply just something you would want to do and could find more joy in. It could be the beginning of an adventure. Instead of it being this horrible, traumatic, horrific event that like ruined your life and gave you so many reasons why you should feel like crap, it could just be the beginning of a new, exciting adventure, if you allow it to be. Same thing goes for relationships that fall apart. It doesn't have to be the end of the world, but the beginning of a deepening of your relationship with yourself, getting clear on what you really want and what you want to bring into The next relationship that you have. It's all really a choice. The more you begin to view what you allow, what you invite, and what you bring in as a choice, whether it's in your relationships or your career or your health, any area of your life, the more control you will realize you will have over many circumstances. And I'm not talking about control in the sense of I'm going to make this thing happen. I'm not talking about control in a forceful way, but in a relaxed way. There's a difference between the energy we have when we are trying to get control, when we're trying to get control, and the energy that we have when we already feel like we have control. When you are trying to get it, you're pushing, you're forcing. When you already have it, you just have it. Okay, it feels totally different. It feels totally different in your body. I mean, you might even notice that there's tension in your body because you are so wanting to subconsciously like make things happen or make things look a certain way, and you're so, you know, clinging so much to how you think things should look. But oftentimes when things don't go the way that we think they would, yes, initially they do hurt, but somewhere down the line, eventually we do see, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel and we realize that we've become more by not just the things that we do get in life, but the things that we don't get. So sometimes things are a blessing rather than a curse. And it's really up to you to decide how soon you want to start embracing that belief and that concept and that mindset. Okay, so as I was saying, you know, there's a difference between trying to get control and the way that you feel when you already have it. And this is how you should approach all areas of your life. I mean, the amount of happiness that you are holding yourself back from, the amount of potential joy and bliss and just, you know, positivity that you are holding back from your own self by not doing this, by not adapting this kind of mindset is really, you know, you're doing yourself a disservice. Look, this doesn't mean that things are always going to go as you think that they should, but somehow they always go exactly as they need to. They always do. You may think you should have this job or this person or this experience. And that's again, that's trying too hard. And when you try too hard, you're only stressing yourself out more than anything. And that's just never much fun at all. Focus on what you want to feel, what you want to experience Generally speaking, you know, don't get so specific. Once we get like really super specific, again, we get into that controlling mindset. And then that's when we create like all this unnecessary internal and even external chaos. So focus on how you want to feel, what you want to feel, what you want to experience in a general, easy way. And trust that it will unfold exactly as it really should. Even when, even when the process looks different from what your ideal was, or different from how you think the path to where you need to go is supposed to look like. We make things so much more hard on ourselves than they really need to be. So pay attention to the energy that you're bringing into your life every day and in every situation, whether this means when you're around other people or when you're just around yourself. Think about the energy that you're bringing into your life in every area because what you bring is an invitation. If you don't like how the table is set, leave or go set your own table how you like and bring that energy with you everywhere. The right things will gravitate towards you. The right people, circumstances, scenarios will come to you. We've all experienced, quote unquote, coincidences. We're thinking about a certain subject and we end up getting situations that bring that up, remind us of it, move us forward. We end up attracting people to us that end up helping us get to where we need to go. Trust in that. Trust that there will be coincidences because there almost always are. Like I know that in my own life, there have been so many little, I mean, they call them like winks from the universe, like where I'll have an idea to do something and then all of a sudden... You know, even when I've semi-forgotten about it, something pops up or someone pops up and things move forward. There's no such thing as coincidences, people. Nothing is a coincidence. It's all for a purpose. And the more that we can look at things like that, when people coincidentally disappoint us or something doesn't go as smoothly as planned or whatever the case may be. Again, you notice how I'm also using coincidences to describe things not going as planned because it's easy for us to think that oh the good things are a coincidence but sometimes the things that seemingly aren't what we intended can also be really great coincidences it can all just be the rearranging and the um, surprising unfolding I mean the most interesting stories are the ones that have a few twists and turns right so the coincidence of someone disappointing us or something not going as smoothly, as smoothly as planned or something taking a little bit longer than we think it should, whatever the case may be, instead, look at it as, okay, what is this here to teach me? What else could this mean? What is this here to show me? How is this something that could guide me? But also do this in hindsight as well. Like I said, hindsight is twenty twenty, And I understand that initially when we first, you know, are faced with something that we just don't think is what it's supposed to be, we're like very resistant towards it. We're just like, well, this isn't, no, this can't be, do you see this? This is evidence of, you know, how X, Y, Z thing can't happen when in reality, you could just, you know, change your perspective a little bit and just be a little bit more open to being like, it could just be leading me to... It could still be leading me to what I want, just in a different way than expected, or it could just be leading me to something even better. I remember reading a bit from Wayne Dyer's book, The Power of Intention, about how everything happens for a reason. And I've seen a lot of people write things to me about, you know, I'm here for all these people, but when this situation happened and I needed them the most, they weren't there, I had no one, etc., etc., etc. It's like, did you consider that maybe... It happened that way because you needed to learn something or grow through something by yourself. Have you ever considered that? Because look, there's times where we will go through things. And I mean, as adults, there's going to be people who, yeah, maybe consciously are like, I'm not going to be here for you. Um, but there could also be people who are really well-meaning, but they're just wrapped up into their in their own things, their own lives, priorities, responsibilities that, of course, are going to take a little bit more of a the top of their you know priority list, right? That's normal, but did you ever consider that maybe things happen that way just because maybe you need to learn or grow through something by yourself? Especially, I feel like this happens to people who tend to reach out the most, the more codependent types that tend to always look for outside assistance and outside company. I feel like this happens the most to them, or at least it affects them the most because um, they're the ones who feel like they need it the most. You know what I mean? So there could be some people who are really, truly independent and don't really notice it as much. It doesn't affect them as much when there really isn't so much of anyone else around. They don't take it as personally, whereas people who are more codependent tend to take it personally. But I think everybody kind of goes through this at some point in their lives. It just affects different people in different ways. Obviously, we're all different and also scarily identical (laughs) in different ways. But so many of us get caught up in the idea of being alone, for example. What alone? You have yourself And also, why is alone so bad? Yes, people have their place and some things can't be done totally alone. I mean, we do need each other on this planet. And of course, there's certain things that are better to be enjoyed with other people, more enjoyable with other people. But there's certain things that we don't need another person to go through with us. And there's something very rewarding about being able to know that you got through something on your own and that it is possible. Of course, this doesn't mean like if you are really going through something and really feel like you need help. Um, definitely reach out to people. Sometimes people don't even know what's really going on with someone until they speak up. Again, everybody's kind of, you know, wrapped up in their own worlds. It's not to say that they don't care about you. It's just, we just tend to be very um, self-absorbed to varying degrees, but everybody's a little bit self-absorbed. You know what I mean? But more importantly than looking back, because the past is done, we have to be able to have an intention and a vision for what we would like our future to look like, what we want it to feel like, to have a sense of direction. So think about what you've learned so far, the perspective that you've gained, and how you can bring these lessons with you into the future. We all have patterns, all of us. And our patterns, the things that we do all the time, the way we handle and respond to things all the time, shape our lives more than the things that we do once in a blue. It's just basic math. If you have reoccurring events in your life where it's like the same patterns and scenarios, only slightly different, that's not you having bad luck. That is more than likely a pattern that you have created and that you need to break. Through what you tell yourself, through the way that you react and respond to certain triggers and experiences, etc., etc. if you do what you've always done, you're always going to attract what you've always got. It's almost guaranteed. The best piece of advice that I can tell you is think of what you want and think of what you would need to become in order to attract that into your life. What would you need to be, do, or think like? What would you need to believe? What habits would you need to let go of? And more importantly than that, it's not always about what you add that makes as much of a difference as what you let go of. Simplicity is key. Simplicity is a luxury. You know, there's a reason why you go into, let's say, let's look at just branding, And for example. There's a reason why you go to the drugstore and there's all these crazy colors and pr- prints and patterns and da 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 and you go somewhere like Sephora and it's just like black and white, some pops of red. Simple. Simplicity is a luxury. You owe yourself some simplic- some simplicity. So don't worry so much about the things that you want to add into your life. You'll get to that. The most important thing is to make space for those things and also let go and create more simplicity in your life. It's a big, 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 big gift that you can give yourself. And remember what I said about control. We're all little control freaks, whether we realize it or not, whether we want to admit it or not. We want things to be this way and people to be like this. And when this happens and we get this thing or that thing, then we can finally relax and be happy. These are all the stories that we tell ourselves, right? No, relax and be happy now before anything happens or despite of what's happening and then you can feel even better when the things that you do want show up and if those things don't show up which it's very rare that they don't when you're in this mindset but if they don't at least you're already good anyway so that's how you kind of set things up where either way you win you win whether you get what you want or whether you don't get what you want you still win you still win either way As I've said, I didn't get better because my life got better. My life got better because I got better. And 2018 wasn't accidentally or coincidentally a good year. I showed up better consistently. And when I tripped, I pulled myself back up. I didn't wait for anything or anyone else to just do it for me. I did it for myself because I set a new standard for myself and how I want to feel. I committed to keeping my vibes high and when I struggled and saw myself repeating older patterns or falling into like sliding into old ways of doing things of waiting for someone or something else to just change, I would pull back and say, no, 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 I'm going to change my inside world, handle that on my own and the rest will just improve by default. What did I do? Well, the things that I know that make me feel good. I put on music that lifts me up. I do things that make me laugh. I make myself laugh all the time. I would get off of social media as often as I needed to. I'd mute accounts that didn't make me happy when I would go back on. I would dance. I would work out. I'd eat foods that made me feel good, which means which means balance for me because I do love how, let's say, like good healthy food foods make me feel, but I also really do love to indulge in like, the not-so-good stuff like pizza and fried stuff and just all that deliciousness. Um, I would journal. I'd listen to things that I found inspirational and uplifting. I meditated. I didn't pay attention to what was going on in the news. I didn't participate in conversations that just didn't um, didn't benefit me in any way, that didn't make me feel good. So take the time to reflect on the highest points and lowest points of the past year and see how you can change your perspective on it. What was it that you loved so much about the highest points? How did you feel? How can you feel like that on your own? Okay, and then look at the lowest points. What else could they mean? How can you flip it into a positive way? How could this setback be a setup? What else could it have been there to teach you about you? And of course, think about what you want to feel like in the next year and how you can feel more like that on your own. Okay, I'm talking a lot about things on your own because emotional independence is really the greatest gift besides simplicity. It actually helps to make things really simple. So it's kind of tied in with that. Um, But it's the greatest gift that you can give yourself. And I do plan on talking about that even more in depth as the next episodes go on. But think about what you can do. What can you do? Think of it as if this was the movie about my life, how would my character grow past this. The most inspiring characters aren't the ones who just get lucky, who just have things handed to them and now they can be happy. Those aren't even the movies we care about the most. The most inspiring characters are the ones who take responsibility for their own growth, well-being, and happiness. And as a result of the bigger and better version of themselves, their life responds in kind. It's almost as if these negative experiences, if these negative experiences hadn't happened, they would have never had any reason to become that bigger, better, shinier version of themselves. Because guess what? We humans don't tend to just grow. Something happens that makes us decide to set a new standard with ourselves and then with the rest of our life. Something tends to happen that makes us decide to set a new standard. And that stirs something up in us that makes us say no more of this shit. And we can all have all these excuses for why we're the way that we are and why we have these patterns. But really, you don't have to cling to these stories anymore. You, let's say, maybe grew up in a dysfunctional family. Maybe you were in in an abusive relationship. Maybe you were in a job that you hated, had some major misfortune, something that Definitely wasn't your fault, it wasn't something that you had chosen. But if you choose to view that as it's happening for you and serving you and serving you to be able to become the best or at least much better version of yourself rather than it just happening to you, you will win. The ones who lose are the ones that go through their entire lives up until their last dying breath, just like, well. I couldn't do any of this thing or that thing because this happened to me. And you see, this is why I could never make any real impact on this planet because I have issues because of XYZ things. This is all bullshit. This is all excuses. These are all stories that you're telling yourself. Tell yourself stories that serve you. Like, yes, these things happened to me. Maybe they weren't at the time what I would have wanted. But because of this, I now know what I value. No, the ones who win are the ones who are able to really flip that script. And instead of staying too long in that place of, you know, this happened to me and now I can't do anything. Instead, they're grateful and they're like, you know what? I'm so thankful that that happened. I'm so thankful that I was born into this and that circumstance. I'm so grateful that this thing happened because had I not had that, I would have never had the hunger, desire, or what have I got to lose courage to become who I became. I would have never gotten that fire under my ass to become who I ended up becoming for now. I wanted to say thank you so much for listening. I hope that this week's episode gave you something to think about. If you think that this episode or any episode can help out someone that you know, please feel free to share this podcast with your friends. It really helps the show to grow. I really appreciate it when you guys give me feedback, so feel free to slide into my DMs or leave a comment and let me know what you think on my Instagram. I'm very active on there. I'm very responsive on there, and it's one of the easiest ways for me to get back to you. So in the meantime, I look forward to talking to you again next Thursday.